Come on over to the stage, friends. We're going to get into this live podcast. Mm, yeah. Are we recording? We are recording. Okay, welcome back to the Africa 21 radio and podcast studio. We've been having some great conversations Yo. today. Yes, he's turned. Um, <laughs> I'm TK, and thank you so much for being here after lunch. And I'm going to throw it to my friend Emmanuel, and this whole thing I've been waiting for several days, podcasting as a tool for mental health. Emmanuel, let us know where we at. Okay. No pressure, but okay, so um, nice thank clap. you. Nice clap, clap for Emmanuel, please. My <laughs> thank you for coming, everyone. Um, so as the title indicates, this is going to be a panel half about podcasting and half about how podcasting has helped us through our mental health journeys and how we feel it can help you. So it's going to be very informal, no big grammar, no statistics, just stories that we hope that you can relate to. And we'll have a lot of time for questions to to um, take them. So I'm going to start by introducing. I guess everyone can just uh, say something about themselves, the bio, briefly, okay. and tell everyone who you are, your podcast platform, right. and anything else you want them to know. Okay. Um, welcome, everybody. Uh, my name is Matthew Gordon. Um, I host um, Unpacking the Box, which is really uh, my take on what life is about. Right. So. Um, Thank you for coming. We hope we can share um, our, what we have experienced, uh, how we can both help each other, and why mental health is something we should always talk about these days, because life is very complicated, and I think the more we share, the better we all get. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hi, everyone. Good afternoon. Thanks for coming. My name is Obakam Tom George. I run a podcast called Blue Ribbon. So Blue Ribbon basically is about culture, lifestyle, society, and do better. You know, we try to inspire you through our journey. And of course, through the journeys of other people, hoping that you're going to learn stuff on the way. It has evolved so much from when I started. I started actually to rant about stuff. But as um, time, you know, went by, um, it's evolved to, to bring so much more, you know. So, yeah, thank you for coming. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for coming. My name is Tamara. Um, I had a podcast called WJGP about, you know, just living in Lagos and trying not to die. Uh, I have a YouTube show called The Yellow Wall. Again, just try not to die. And I have a show called Shade Corner with a bunch of other... Boop, boop. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's me. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Thank you. My name is Michael Oshai. I am one half of the class prefect. The other half is Imano right here. Um, that's about it. Yeah, but um, yes, thank you so much for coming. And hopefully we get to, you know, relate and interact with each other. Okay, so Michael is also a photographer. And not now, He's now, not now. He's a very good photographer. And he was just featured in Essence magazine. But for some not reason, he doesn't now. want to mention that. So... When are we going to mention it? You drop it in the middle of the conversation, okay. just <laughs> aside. So, um, so no, about last... mental health, I was in essence. <laughs> okay, so finally, uh, my name is Emmanuel. Um, I started the class prefects four years ago when I was in school in America. And basically, the reason why I started it was because um, many times me and my friends would have conversations about things, about life, and 
we thought we made sense. So we're like, we want to share what we're saying with people so that we can see who thinks the way we do, who resonates with what we're talking about. Because we were, then I was like younger. I don't know how old I was. I was younger, Sha. And um, since then, we've had episodes ranging on everything from religion to sexual health to mental health. And one of the topics that has stood out among Nigerians specifically is the topic of mental health. And that's why I decided to, you know, have a session on how we've tackled that. So I'm going to start with um, Tamara and Matthew. Um, I want to ask you, so Tamara is a writer. She has, you know, she, she, she has a show that's on Netflix. So they, they're all very modest, I don't know why. But um, she also writes for The Shade Corner and you write the yellow wall too, Abby. I do, I okay. do. So she writes for all those programs. And anyone who is a writer or a or an actor or a creative person, you know that your job is an outlet for your frustrations and your stress and sometimes what you're going through in life. So I want to ask Tamara, how do you feel like your writing is informed by your life experiences and living in this crazy place called Lagos? I mean, it's half and half. To a certain extent, you write what you know. So you go through stuff here and you just, instead of being angry and killing somebody, you just put it on the page. And then it's also a way to escape. So sometimes you write what you don't know and what you wish could happen and what life could be. And that's also like, it's very therapeutic for me. I don't know how it is for some other writers. Sometimes it gets a bit frustrating because you're writing it and it's not, you don't feel like it's real enough and you don't feel like people understand it. But then you have to continue anyway because you have deadlines and you have stuff to submit. But, and then sometimes you feel like it's kind of too personal, so you don't want to put it out and you're kind of embarrassed and it's your heart you're putting on the page and you're just hoping people get it, but they might not. So it's very, it's, it's a mixed bag. It's kind of therapeutic, but then it's kind of like the most stressful thing ever at the same time. So you have to find a balance. But it is, I do feel like, in terms of writing what you know, it can be very, it's, it's, it makes putting your thoughts into, it makes putting your thoughts into like a more linear sort of, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> like organized, like organized your organized way, because mm. in your mind, everything is all jumbled. You're mm -hmm. thinking of a whole bunch of things, but when you have mm -hmm. to put it on the page and you're reading it and you're seeing it, it makes your thoughts kind of clearer. More cohesive. And you don't even realize. So sometimes you'll write something and be like, oh, I didn't even know that was how I felt about this thing. Mm -hmm. And then you see it and you're like, huh. So it is, it, is, it is a sort of therapy, but at the same time, it's very scary mm -hmm. because you write something and you're like, ah, that was in my mind. But yeah. Okay, yeah. And on, so, yeah so on the topic of um, vulnerability and uh, you know, putting out things that are scary, on... Unpacking the box, yeah. you talk about a lot of things that are deeply personal to you. Yeah. And I just want to know, like, why did you decide to start that outlet? So, um, I think as a person, I like to ask why. And mm -hmm. since I've been a kid, upon all the many beatings, that hasn't stopped yet. You know, mm -hmm. so um, when I hear people say things, maybe out of cultural norms or expectations of what a man should be or a man should do or things should happen. I'm asking why. Why do I need to conform? Why do we all need to conform? Why do we have this expectation set in these ways? Why do we condone these um, toxic things in our lives? You know, I mean, the fact that I'm related to you doesn't mean I have to keep you in my space. So mm -hmm. I start asking these questions and then start having conversations. I have what I call a brain trust. 
like a group of friends I really trust, and we we sit down, we talk through like, okay, where do you want to be? What 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 what's define utopia? What's a great life to have? And we talk honestly with each other, what I want to happen in that life. So so so, so we have we are having conversations over a period of time. I say, you know what? Let me take these conversations outside and ask these questions. Because sometimes we'd have questions where we had no answers to. Mm-hmm. And we'd argue about it. You know, some of us are more conservative than others. Some mm-hmm. of us are more liberal than others. Yeah. And so sometimes seeking opinion outside. So unpacking the box for me was really unpacking my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Right? So when I put those little vignettes of video out there, I'll get feedback. Sometimes on the page, sometimes in DMs. Mm-hmm. And it was very interesting how... A lot of times, I got more DMs on my on than comments. Than comments, yeah. You know, because people were telling you things that were affecting them, but they didn't want to put it on the page because their spouse would see it, mm-hmm. their partners would see it, their mm-hmm. colleagues would see it. Yeah. You know, and um, I didn't mind the DMs because for me that was an opportunity to still engage. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I wasn't going crazy that these things were happening in a to lot other of other people, spaces. Yeah. Yes. And over time, I've touched upon. I always say this: I'm not being prescriptive. I'm just sharing my take on life. And so I want to ask questions like, you know, um, how do you edit your life? How do you, what are the biggest influences in your life? How do you, how would you go about, you know, what, moving, how, you, how, how do you deal with breakups? You know, how do you make friends as an adult? Mm-hmm. You know, to me, these are things that I think we're all struggling with. I mean, if you move to a town like Lagos as an adult, how do you begin to make friends that are, good friends, not just friends because you're, you're doing a business, not just friends because you're having you're schooling together, but friends that you're growing together. How do you connect the dots here? You know, and I really want to know from people, I want to ask those questions. So I've found it as a great place for me to share my frustration with life and also to learn. You know, Some things I got figured out, so I share that. Some things I don't know, I share that. You know? I think it's, it's fantastic for me. Okay. So I think um, everything they've said kind of ties into the overall theme of what I want this session to be like. So, like I said, there's nothing technical. We're not doctors or psychiatrists. We have all the references to direct you to if you need someone like that. But my main aim for this session is for people to feel connected and not to feel alone. Because I know when I was starting out with podcasting and dealing with life and growing up, I felt that many of the issues I was facing, I was the only one that was going through them. And that's something that's very dangerous as a young person, as a millennial, as a job employer to have because you kind of go into this mode where you're like, I don't want to call it like a victim thing, but it's kind of like you feel like nobody else, like everyone everyone else's life is so good and you're the only one that's suffering and that leads people to do some drastic things. So I think the more we realize that we're all going through the same things, whether we're male or female, whether we're short or tall, whether we're rich or not, whatever we do, there's certain things that cut across everybody's life that everybody has to deal with. So that's just my main you know, goal for this session. So you know, we'll take a slight detour, and then we'll get back to the serious things. Um, how many people here have listened to a podcast before? Just like wave your hand. Okay, that's a fair good number of people. How many people have podcasts of their own? Okay, that's good. Okay. Okay. So that's very encouraging. Um, So we're going to take a brief, you know, like I said, this is half about podcasting and half about mental health. So we're going to talk very briefly about how we started our podcast and some of the struggles we faced. 
just so that if there's anyone who is trying to do the same thing, you know, you can learn something. And, you know, the conversations today are not meant to give you all the answers because we only have an hour and a, and a half. It's just a starting point. After the session, you can meet any of us to follow up. Our information is on the flyer that you have, so you can reach out to any of us to expand in detail because, you know, one hour is only so much time. So, um, Obakam, I want to ask you, um, do you have a sponsor or a producing body, or do you do your podcast by yourself? I do it myself. Okay, and how, yeah. how did you start? When did you start, and how did you get started? All right, so I started last March, so okay. March of 2019. Um, I just put my intro episode, but my first official episode was in April. Mm. Yeah. So, like I said, I started because I wanted, I wanted an avenue to rant. I said that before, but it has evolved to, you know, cover a lot more on in culture, society, lifestyle, mm -hmm. and do better. Yeah. Yeah, so. So what, what do you feel was, like, were some of the barriers you faced? When you, so you sat down and said, I want to start this podcast. What was your checklist of things that you had to do? Well, I did not exactly have a checklist. Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to rant, and I saw a platform. I, I do my podcast. I run my podcast on um, Anchor. That's my host. Mm -hmm. You know, it's pretty much free. So, yeah, I just wanted to rant. And I saw this as, oh, till today, people still wonder how I don't use a mic, because I don't use a mic. I just use my phone. Sometimes I'm lying in my bed, and I'm recording. Sometimes when I have guests, I'm using, like, yeah, I don't use a mic. WJGB, we didn't use a mic either. It was three of us Are just around the laptop, like, ah. Yeah. But as you were talking into your laptop. Yes. We had a wow. studio at first, and they were like, why? It's expensive. <laughs> well, I mean, fair. Yeah, fair. so okay. I, don't, I don't use a mic. Um, I don't do I don't edit my podcast. And I'm not, I'm not proud to say this. Excuse me? <laughs> no, like, I'm not proud to say this. I think that's what my major challenge is. I, mm -hmm. like, I have issues with the technical part. Technical part, okay. Yeah, and then co-recording. I think it would gel better when we're together. But I mean, we live in a boundless world. There are no boundaries. And so I should be able to embrace the fact that I should, I should co-record with someone wherever the person is in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, but then it's still a challenge for me, co-recording. Um, um, and then I also suffer from imposter as well. Mm. I mean, my first episode was on imposter syndrome. You all should check it out. And imagine how like, you're doing an episode on imposter syndrome, and then you've recorded that episode like 10 times, and you, th you think it's not still good enough. You know, but then, like, episodes after um, I dropped that one, I went back to listen to that one, mm -hmm. and I'm like, wow, I actually did this, and I, it was really brilliant. So I reshared it, and people listened, and they could relate to the struggles that I was no, facing. And, <laughs> and this is not to say that I'm even not, I don't still, like, suffer that fraud mentality, mm -hmm. like, oh, am mm -hmm. I good enough? Yeah. I hate my voice. A lot of us here who podcast, we know that we cringe at the yep. sound of our voices, yep. yes. Yep. And that's, like, one thing. Mm -hmm. And then you know how, like, you record, like, the first time, second time, like, oh, it's not good enough. Oh, I made a blunder here. Mm -hmm. Oh, the stats were not right here, and blah, blah, blah. And then you just drop, and then energy drops at some point. So I think that's one major problem. So when you have, mm -hmm. you're so enthusiastic at first when you begin, but then midway, you're just like, oh my God, I'm tired. I'm literally sweating. Because you're probably under a blanket, or you're in your cupboard, your mm -hmm. wardrobe. What, oh. I don't know how no, many I people mean, record no. here. In <laughs> what? <laughs> you feel me? Like, I don't know how many of us here record. We just put out. Yeah, so like all this challenge. There are a lot more challenges I like, go mm -hmm. through, you know, when recording. But like, I mean, you just have to, if you don't, they say that um, you should just start, right? Don't try to overthink it, because you just, mm -hmm. you're shooting yourself on the foot, really. So just, just do your shit, really. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to put, yeah. mm -hmm. put something. Um, mm. when, when I started, I really started my unpacking the box. I was moving out of um, Houston back to Lagos, and then work assignment, uh, end of another relationship, end of that kind of thing. So I was in a really messy mind space. So 
I've been out of town for a few months, so I, I was dreading coming back to Lagos, as Lagos is. It's exciting times. And so I just made this one-minute thing about changing locations and changing. And then and I put it, and I tell a couple of my friends, and I said, this is what I'm feeling. They're like, first of all, like, are, you, are you okay? Are you, I hope you haven't killed yourself or something stupid like that. But I think for me it was really important that I just do it as is, and that has been my MO. So I record anywhere, all right? So sometimes I'm recording at home, and then there's a bird chirping in the background. Sometimes I'm recording at home, and then my neighbor puts on his gen. I'm like, I'm not going to do <laughs> this the again. the horn of the car. <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is it. This, this is live. The only thing mm-hmm. I've met was I had my niece at home, and then I was recording, and then she started crying. I'm like, wow, okay. So but rather than worry about those things, I am a podcaster that lives in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And that is the flavor That's that surrounds me. So mm-hmm. take it. You know, I mean, sometimes I think you even have to mention at the beginning that, oh my God, if you guys hear any strange noise, I'm recording <laughs> at the dead of the night, and I hear my neighbor who just comes in at 2 a.m. and is like, baby, I'm like, oh my God, but then you, you don't stop it, right? You just, mm-hmm. you just, you know. We used to record in the studio, and then we, we'd have so many sessions where it was going so good, we were flowing, everything was sounding. Like, Everybody don't take lights. Yeah. It's gone. They have to start again. Mm-hmm. No, I said, hey, you're from jump now. Okay. So you used to to stop, save, stop, save. But then when you're into it, you forget, bruh. Okay, so I mean, okay, so that that's cool. Um, my journey was slightly different because I'm a bit, I won't call it OCD, but I'm not one of those people that they say just start and start. I can't do that because I feel very finicky about because things. Because you're OCD. It's OCD lights, OCD adjacent. It's not really there yet. So when I wanted to start my podcast, I this was four years ago, I didn't listen... I only listen to one podcast, The Read. Who listens to The Read here? No? You should listen to The Read. It's an, it's an amazing show. Like, the best. So, um, I said, okay. I found a, a co-host, and next thing was, what are we going to use to record? I wasn't using a Mac at the time. So, Windows, you know, the, the stress of Windows, you know, it's, it's not a very... Yeah? Windows is not sponsoring this program, Rude. so we'll be fine. <laughs> so, Windows is not a very, you know user-friendly platform for things outside the Microsoft thing. So I was like, okay, so I have to buy a Mac. I have to buy a certain microphone and everything. And when I totaled everything up, it was like $3,000 plus, not Naira. $3,000, And I was like, okay. Only fans hadn't started by then, so <laughs> my options were limited. So I was oh, like, wow. okay. Wow. What so I wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. That Only fans is a lucrative business opportunity. It is a platform. It it's a platform. It's not all. for everybody, but if you can excel in that department, you know, a, go wow. ahead. <laughs> so basically, what I did was I looked for the cheapest mic that could get the job done. I think it was like $50, $60. But the mic, fortunately, you know, I had parents who were still supporting me while I was in school. So my dad got me a Mac and I started. But I later found out that there's a software you can actually use on Windows, which is as good as GarageBand. So if you want to know, I can let you know, Windows is not hopeless. You can still start with Windows and it'll be fine. So I got the mic, got my co-host, and then we recorded like 10 episodes because we wanted to have a bank of episodes to just drop, drop, drop. And then I was editing. No, then it was time to edit. I don't know how to produce or to mix or anything. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Looked at the price list. 
$100 per track. I was like, ah, I don't understand. I'm not going to pay all this money. So I went to YouTube, put in tutorials for the thing, and spent at least two days watching videos back to back. When I thought I had the handle of it, I tried it myself. While I was editing, I noticed that there was a humming in the background. And that humming was my fridge, because we were recording in the kitchen. So I've recorded 10 episodes with a humming fridge, and my co-host is gone, because she was somewhere else. So I was like, I can't put out content with a humming fridge, right? Background music. Exactly. So I was like, OK. You know what, that's just going to be in the background. I never even mentioned it in any of the episodes, and I put it out like that. And that was how we started. And when I saw that people were still commenting and responding, I was like, okay, maybe people don't care about the humming fridge. And, you know, so I kept on doing it. And that was basically how I saved money. I've upgraded my mic now, but we still use you know, my mic, my laptop. That's how we go. But since you talk into your phone, I think, you know, their podcast sounds really good. So. If you can use your phone. Hmm? Speak, speak. Oh, sorry, I was saying, mm. yeah, I had no idea. Because, like, it sounds yes. so. I know Uncle I has. I didn't know like... she was in the cupboard in mm. her, on the phone. I but she said she was in the cupboard. <laughs> Were you in the cupboard? No, I, I've no? never been in the cupboard. People do that, but, like, mm. I'm just saying, on bed. Yeah. yeah, so um, I'm just saying all this to say that, you know, the, the journey to starting this show and to starting all the things we did was not very straightforward or the easiest. And the hurdles that you know we faced starting this show. So if a podcast is something that you want to start, it's something that takes a lot of work. Uh, it's something that it, I mean, it, it, sometimes see, I do edit. You, but you sometimes. were you were given a silver spoon in your mouth because you don't edit your podcast. Yes, yourself. I did. When in the beginning, I edited the first at least thirty episodes. How many episodes did you record? I don't remember, but at okay. least 30 until we found mm -hmm. a sponsor, until somebody mm -hmm. came and said, do it. It's, it seems more daunting than it is, but it's mm -hmm. really, if you want to do it, just do it. Don't, like, overthink it. Figure mm -hmm. out how to record it. If you can't afford a mic, enter your, uh, the mic of your laptop. Talk. Enter, use your earphones. Like, mm -hmm. do something. It doesn't have to be. And then editing, just... I mean, I watched, like, three editing YouTube videos now. I was like, I'm an editor. <laughs> I'm not sure that's how it works. So I mean, no, it but when I say difficult, I don't mean skill-wise. I mean time-wise. Oh, so our yeah. episodes are yeah, like true. one hour, one hour and a half. You have to listen yeah. to it two, three times over to catch all yeah. the mistakes, to add the sound effects. Yeah, I wasn't focused levels. at work. That's why I could do this. Exactly. So, so if for you those, have a nine to five. Yeah. So for those who have jobs, you know, it can be time-consuming. But you know, um, we're working on something to make all that you know easier on our side, which will be announced later. But yeah, so um, now linking that to mental health and development, um, one of the first, I guess, controversial um, subjects we spoke about on my podcast was religion. I was raised in a Christian home, and you know that's the reason I go to church, because my parents are Christian. There's no extra, you know, Damascus, anything. That's just what happened. And I think it was in secondary school when I, I went to school with Muslims for, for the first time. I went to school in Abuja. And um, I was like, these are just people like anybody else. Like, I didn't see anything wrong with my friends who were Muslims. So I was like questioning some things that people would say about the religions and how one is better. But I was like, OK, we're going to talk about this. And if I'm doing this, I'm going to bring a Christian, a Muslim, 
and someone who practices African traditional um, things. And that was the one that caused problem for everybody. When I told, um, I didn't tell my, my parents because, you know, so when I told my friends, they were like, how can you bring somebody that does juju onto your show, that your show will fail? I was like, I, 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 I'm, I'm very serious. So those kind of conversations were not being had because I had never heard the perspective of an African traditional worshiper and why they do what they do, what they believe, how they came to that um, place in life. So when I did that interview, it changed my perspective on faith and on different things. Same thing with the Muslim interview. And that was one of the first, um, the first time we were emailed by anybody. And the guy said, thank you for talking about African traditional um, worship, because this is what I do, and nobody seems to understand me or get where I'm coming from. And that was validation. This was like maybe two years ago that you know we were on the right path in doing what we're supposed to do. So when it comes to mental health, um, the sheets that you have have some questions on the back. And that list is not exhaustive, but those are just some of the common feelings. You know, if you feel low energy, if you can't sleep, if you can't eat, those are some indicators that, you know, you might be dealing with some deeper issues. And I don't particularly like the term mental illness or mental yeah. health, because I think in Nigeria, when we talk about mental illness, we think of Yaba left. And that's not really, you know, that you, you don't have to go to Yaba left to seek treatment, even though what's going on there is, is, is abysmal yeah. in terms of the care facilities yeah. there. Mm -hmm. But I started to use the term mental maintenance. Okay. Because, I mean, in Nigeria, we know we don't have a good culture of maintenance. We build roads, we don't keep them up, then they spoil, then we fix it. And I feel like that's kind of what we have in our minds. We just go on. We, we, like, going through traffic in Lagos every day is stressful. Yeah. It taxes on you. If you're in traffic every morning to go to work and every night to come back, it's stressful. Dealing with formerly Okada riders, I guess they're gone now, is stressful. Being an Okada rider who lost your job is stressful. Working with a terrible boss is stressful. When they partake, like, takes light, it's very stressful. So all these things that we don't think add up to mental stresses, living in Lagos specifically, are things that you know I think we should talk more about and how they, they you know, work what against us. What people don't know is a lot of these things trigger mental illness. So you might be perfectly all right, but then mm -hmm. after three months of dying in traffic for three mm -hmm. hours every day, it will have a toll on you. It can mm -hmm. lead to depression. It can lead to anxiety. It can trigger these things. So you might be okay, and then you get to Lagos. And it's like, you know, um, bro, your mind is just, yeah, so it can, it does. So a lot of people mm -hmm. have these things, but they're like, oh, I just live here. Mm -hmm. So it's not really, I don't have a mental health issue. I'm just I think we, like, we, we, we get used to it. Exactly. And we like romanticize the stress of Lagos. Like exactly. stress is not fun. Stress, stress is no. not meant to be in your life in that capacity. And I feel like we've gotten to a point where it's like, oh, we are hustlers. We're just, I'm like, you're not a hustler. You're, you're, men, you're, you're. I mean, you're not dying, but you know. You say dying so much, like dying. <laughs> but you know, you're, you're stressing yourself out. And I feel like many people don't have an outlet or are not aware that there are outlets in Nigeria for counseling, for talking to people. You don't even have to go in. You can call, you can text, you can do it online. And, you know, we'll share some, some of those as we go along. So, Mikey, yeah. um, as a podcaster and podcast listener, 
how do you feel? Because you also moved back to Lagos. So you, so you felt the switch when you came back here. So how do you feel, or do you feel like listening to podcasts and venting your thoughts out helps deal with the stress here? All right. Um, I'll start as a podcast listener. Um, the best podcast I've ever listened to in my life, and I would suggest, you, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not, they, they didn't, no, 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 they didn't sponsor, but, like, but, but they can if they want you know to. How, you know how, like, you feel like, let's say you meet your friend, and you guys are just, and just is sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel, I'm, I'm very, like, I'm talkative in nature, so I like to talk. So when you listen to a podcast, and they just, like, you guys are m- matching, like, on so many levels, mm-hmm. the things you agree with, like, they stand Beyonce, I love Beyonce, so, like, I was like, these are my brothers and sisters. <laughs> so, um, as a podcast listener, for some... Wait, I'm coming. Wait now. As a podcast listener, it's called The Read. The Read. T-H-E-R-E-A-D. Kidfira and Crystal. Yes. So, um, as a podcast listener, you know how, for some people, music is like their escape. Mm-hmm. Like, they listen to music and they can, you know, jog. They can do workouts. They can read their books for some people. I use podcasts. Like, if I'm in tra- the three-hours traffic now, if you have, like, two or three episodes of a podcast you're listening to, yeah. you won't really... You know, it, yeah. know that you are in traffic. Do you get me? So literally, I not that I used to, but like I always used to be like, how do I say it now? Not lonely, but like I didn't really have friends. Friends, no, not now. Now I have friends, but like before, before, <laughs> before. So it's more or less like friends in your head. Like, like I literally used to listen to podcasts to just like, you know. I've had a share so like today now today is Tuesday. I know that the read they've dropped a brand new episode. I know as I'm leaving here, as I'm driving back to my house in Niger, that's what I'm gonna listen to. <laughs> so but as a podcaster, it's different because now days when you're stressed. So our podcast is called The Class Prefect. Mm-hmm. And on it, he's more or less like the serious one, I'm more or less like the crazy person. Well so you know. days where days so, so days so days where days where you're stressed. You are not even able to talk to anybody. You are just irritated. Any small thing can just, you know, we we, do, we usually don't fight in our friendship. Like we're like friends, but sometimes when it comes to that podcast, not be arguing like, okay, should I come to your house come and record or things like so like things like that. When you're not the person speaking, you know that it's not just you. Do you get? You people are gonna listen. So you have to more or less push your bullshit. Sorry, I can't swear. Well, bullshit. All right, you can you can push you can push your your stuff to the side. Mm-hmm. I know that okay, this is a job because eventually the goal for me, I speak for myself, the goal is for this thing to be financed in our lives. I think you speak be- yes. for everyone. Yeah, yeah. like I don't, I don't, yeah, because yeah, so people people are making money from this. So financed go- in foreign currencies. Yeah. So yeah. please, the goal is to make money from. It. So I we now treat it as a job where. If we speak or like on the week, like, hey, what's your plan for this week? So we know when we can schedule the podcast in. So going back to your question, as a podcaster and, and the podcast mm-hmm. listener, it's easier to just listen and know that it's a, it's. I'm using this to relieve stress. Do you get me? I'm using it to just act to like you know block my mind and just escape. But mm-hmm. when you're the person on the podcast, you have to now let us put your stuff to the side and know that this is a job and it's a place of fun because we do have fun on the podcast. But like. You, I won't want you with your own... I'm putting yourself in my shoes. You're coming here to listen to somebody make you feel good. I'm not coming and saying, oh my God, I'm tired of my life. Oh God, Lego. I'm just adding... Like, I'm just... Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's like, wahala on top, wahala on top, wahala on top, wahala. So, me, I try to remove my whatever I'm going through right now. Unless that's what we're talking about. Do you get me? Unless that's about, like, I won't just come here with, let's say, me and Imola had a fight. Now, I won't come and be snapping with him on the episode. Do you get what I mean? 
don't now come and open our this thing here. <laughs> but yeah, do you get what I mean? So yeah, thanks. Okay. Um, Matthew and Obakam, do you want to? Oh yeah. So um, for me, um, podcasts have always been that safe space for me, right? So when I listen to podcasts, I listen to a variety of podcasts, what, things in my field, things in fields that are very opportunity for me, lifestyles I don't understand. And just to try and just get away from what's going on in my life, I guess. And so that's that safe space where I listen to someone else's life and then learn from the person. Sometimes, yeah, a comedic podcast is great. Like, yeah. I, mean, I love the read, yes, mm. on current events. But also, like, I mean, I hate to say this right now, but I can't enjoy Oprah's Super Soul Sundays, which is... <laughs> Master... Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do like I do like some of her conversations, right? Mm-hmm. So the one, the one with... I'm um, oh, sorry, the one with Tracy Ellis Ross is good. Yes, okay. You know, so sometimes you listen to some of these things, and then... My, and also, I like, you know, mm-hmm. on a podcast, explaining a book is written, you mm-hmm. know, the revisionist. Yeah. It's very good. So, it's a blo- so... I, I have found that, you know, it to exist where we are, that's very complex, mm-hmm. you know. So you have to remove yourself, remove your psyche from your, from your immediate locale and take it to that fantasy space and enjoy that for a minute where, mm-hmm. people, where people think like you, then return back to the manners that we exist in. Yeah. I think that, that's why it helps me. Mm-hmm. And I, I watch everybody to find a podcast that they can relate to. There's so many mm-hmm. out there. Yeah, there's so many. So many things. What, what, what about you interested in? There's a podcast about There's a podcast it. for you. And if there isn't one, you can start you can one start about yours. it. Yeah. So, you know. Because yeah. there, there are more people like you out there. Mm-hmm. And you can have multiple podcasts. You can have podcasts that talk to finance. You can talk about podcasts that talk to fashion and sport and everything else. You can, mm-hmm. you can have any podcast that you're interested in. It's just information sharing in that entirety. All right? Okay. All right, so for me, yeah, it's been a, a very big, you know, place where I just let out my emotions. Like I said, my first episode was on imposter syndrome. I had done one on body shaming because for the longest time I was body shamed because of my body weight, yeah. Um, at the time when um, the xenophobia issue was, I did one. It was a, just, it's just to let out. I was actually very emotional that I didn't know when the, my phone left my And I was, I was actually sobbing, right? I've done a couple of episodes that people actually really, oh my God, <laughs> no, I'm not going to <laughs> I've done a couple of episodes that people actually, you know, can relate with, you know, and, and then I listened to podcasts to help me. I, I can suggest some. I listened to um, The Ambitious Achiever. I think you should check it out. If you're in career, you're going through emotional issues mm-hmm. um, or mental health issues at the workplace, in personal life and relationships. The Anxious Achiever, listen to that one. I also listen to one, um, I think, depression, the funny side of depression. You know, they bring a bit of humor, a bit of everything, and just make you feel better. It might not necessarily take away that thing, but momentarily, you're going to feel a lot more better. You know, there's something called talk therapy. You know, so talking is very therapeutical. You yourself, you might not even run a podcast, but just taking your phone and recording mm-hmm. yourself, say stuff to yourself, yeah. and listen back at it, you know, mm-hmm. listen back to it rather. You know, you see that it's really therapeutical. So yes, there are thousand and one podcasts out there, like he mentioned, that can actually help you. You know, I listen to one called Cultivate Your Life as well. So for comedy, there's Rants and Randomness, there's Jesus yeah. and Your Love. I mean, there's the yeah, class you can listen, listen to our own too. Thank you. <laughs> Let's plug your inside. Oh, hey, you know? Sorry, one so. thing. I think that you can, if you're feeling some kind of way and you don't know how to tell somebody else about it, mm-hmm. you can share a podcast that you think relates to what you're feeling mm-hmm. with somebody else. Yeah. You know, I think it's if you're in a relationship where you think that you're struggling to articulate how you're mm-hmm. feeling about a subject that's touchy, yes. you know? You can sit down with someone and then share a podcast with the person, and that forms the nucleus of your conversation and helps you mm-hmm. translate what you're trying to say. Yeah. You know? So that's how you can use the podcast in that way. 
Yeah, I think that, that's a very good point because I've done that many times. Mm. So there are times when you're, if you're ever having a conversation with your friends and it seems like you can't explain something well or they're just not getting it. You just press play. Especially because you're not paying me for therapy. I'll just be like, you know, this is a link to somewhere where you can hear one hour of someone speaking about what you don't understand and helping and helping out. So, yes. So let's talk about therapy. Segue into therapy. So how many people here have had some form of therapy before? I feel uh, this is a safe space. We're free and welcome. Won't call yes, you, my hand is up too. Your hand is not up. You've not had therapy before. Okay. So um, therapy was something I knew nothing about when I was in Nigeria. I had my yeah. first therapy session in university in America. And it was because I... Had I failed a class? Something happened, shall academic-wise. And I reached a point where my academic counselor was like, I think you need to talk to someone because like, it doesn't make sense how your grades are just going up and down the place. And I was in school on a scholarship, so I had to get my grades back up. If not, you know, dollar was rising, so I needed to keep it. So um, I, my first two therapists I had, I didn't go back because I was like, what's this one saying? Like, I don't know. But using all this, like, the first time you go to therapy, you're, you're going to be, you might be frustrated because these people are just sitting there and using anecdotes and freezing. Like, I don't understand what's going on. I'm confused. I, I came here because I feel this way and nothing has changed. And something else about therapy is that it takes time and it takes persistence. But unfortunately, especially in Lagos, therapy can be quite expensive. So, do you have a resource? Do you have a there's grant? A, there's a places, yeah, there's a do you have a foundation? No, there's, there's some places that are Such somewhat as. affordable. We'll, we'll list it after. What does somewhat mean? You know, like uh, 30K for three sessions. You know, that's not that bad. Considering, if you think about it, mm -hmm. mental, like I didn't go to therapy for a specific reason. I mm -hmm. went because I was like, like my mind is hot. Let me go and talk to somebody about mm -hmm. it because mm -hmm. I don't have the energy to process all the thoughts. And I didn't think it was that, that big deep. a deal because mm -hmm. I, did, I did psychology in uni. Mm -hmm. And so they taught us, you know, pretty much, oh, the... they taught us, you know, your mind mm -hmm. is just, it's like your body. It goes through different things. It has all sorts of issues. The same way, if your ear is spinning you, it's not that big a deal. You'll go to the doctor. That's how I was like, you know, let mm -hmm. me just yeah, exactly. yeah. get some therapy. And yeah, it was somewhat affordable okay. because you will pay 25K mm -hmm. for in the, at your hospital. So why can't you pay it for your mind? Okay. You know? Sorry, is anybody Catholic here? So the, do you guys go to like confession? <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, hold, wait, wait, hold on. So, I feel like it was my first form of, and I'll explain why. So, I'm Catholic, but I'm a Catholic. So, um, I was in an all boy. I was in a secondary school, which was more or less like a seminary, because we're all boys, and it was like a, we had mass every single day, five five thirty in the morning. So, Saturdays in the morning, compulsory. Not, I think so. Yeah, compulsory for Catholics. We had confessions. So what confession is for those who don't know? It's where you meet the priest, you tell your sins, and they give you some form of penance. So there was a particular priest. So because so it was a school, we had several priests. So there was a priest that I knew that, even like from his like gospel teachings and the rest, like I liked him. Like he, he, 
he understood, like, I felt like he was, like, my guy. Do you get what I mean? Like, you know, he had, like, some teachers that, your favorite teacher. Do you get what I mean? So I always used to go to his own um, role, his own um, line for confession, because I know that when I go to any other person and I say something, they just, you know. So anyway, anyway, so I was comfortable with that particular priest, and I feel like that was some therapy because it wasn't more or less now me just going to vomit my sins. Thing. I'll be like, oh, man, I'm having, like, finals today. I don't know I'm going to, like... So I, like, I would speak to him and talk to him, and he would give me, like, serious advice from a grown-up perspective and because he has seen things that I haven't. Yeah, because... Why I said no, because my experience with... Because I went to a Catholic school in Abuja, and when I went to... <laughs> I, I would tell them my sins, and they'd be like, okay, say seven... Hail Mary's goodbye. I'm like, okay. So, you know. No, no, I'm saying... Maybe your, your, your guy was I thought different. if you define... It, mm -hmm. I'm not saying he was a licensed professional, mm -hmm. but I'm saying I was venting to somebody well, you advice. and they were giving me advice. All, you, you, know all I mean? you gave me was rosary. So, not for me. Don't but like, everyone has a different experience. Yeah. So, if you're able to work from that point of view, is good. So, um, I, I mean, some people can afford to spend 30K on a therapy. Some people can't share. So, um, I know, um, so on the bottom of the sheets as well, there are three of the organizations that I have worked with or known personally, because I do want to recommend somebody who I don't know. Before you say that, Emmanuel it's brought us it that to... sent you and they killed you or something. So, please. If, um, you, so if you can't have, afford it, because yes. the thing with therapy is mm -hmm. you are just talking. Mm -hmm. It's just you getting your thoughts out to somebody. Most of the time, mm -hmm. your therapist is not even saying anything back. It's just talking. So if you really can't afford it, literally pick up your phone and just record what's in your head. To you call don't have who? To tell, record what's in your head. In your head you don't yeah. have to tell anybody. You don't yeah. have to. Just record it. Just get mm -hmm. it out or write it out. Just get the things out of your mind. Yes. And it's free therapy. Exactly. Writing, yeah. recording, exactly. sports, anything. So yeah, what I want to say, some of those organizations, I know um, in the D Health, every month, they give out free therapy sessions. And you can just go on their Instagram and you can apply. I've won one before and I've used it, so I can vouch for it. Many of these groups know that people can't afford this in this economy right now. So I, most of them have free sessions that you can sign up for and it's like a raffle situation and they pick someone to win every month. So if you're interested in that, you can go to any of their pages and you know sign up for that as well. Yeah, uh, what I want to say is when it comes to mental health, as you begin to make progress about cleaning up your life and editing your life, um, surround yourself with people that support you, you know. That's the most important thing. So, you know what your life is, you know what, you gotta know what's toxic in it. As you begin to work towards eliminating those things in your life, protect it. Respect yourself, you know, mm -hmm. really just respect yourself. So that, when, what I mean by respect yourself is really about that, I, I feel some kind of way about myself, I love myself, and so I'm not gonna allow things that are toxic come into it. Mm -hmm. Whether it be someone, I, someone who has to be in my life, whether it be the job I'm doing, mm -hmm. whatever, I need to just respect myself. If it's a job I can't afford to let go of, mm -hmm. I need to take proactive ways of managing that. Yeah. If it's people I can't let go of, I might be your parents, your siblings, I need to manage that. Mm -hmm. you know? So if, when you realize the steps you need to take to protect your sanity, then you just do it. Yes. Because at the end of the day, you have to be alive to share. Exactly. Trust me. you got to be alive to share. Mm -hmm. yeah. I feel like now, sorry, um, Mercury is in, Lucozedo. Mercury is in... <laughs> Retrograde. Retrograde, yes. So, <laughs> not Lucozedo. <laughs> Mercury is somewhere. So, I feel like, 
I don't like everything has just this. I don't know about you guys, but you know, when I was in church January 1st and I was doing some prayers about things I wanted this year, I don't understand this 20, I don't understand this year right now. So I feel like with me, whenever those type of like, I think I, I think whenever those thoughts come to, come to my head, like, mm-hmm. oh my God, this year, like, what the hell is going on? Like, yeah. I feel like what I do now is more or less like, and I can encourage it, yeah. See yourself, or like, let's say, see, your, see yourself outside that situation and as if it's your friend. So I'm sure you guys have seen this, this um, thing, I've seen it on my explore page, yeah, where he said, you know, if your best friend comes to you to talk to you, how, we um, how, would, you, how would you address the person? Would you be like, oh, you idiot. You, you, you speak to your best friend with like kind words and like, you I'm know, care and everything. So just see yourself as your best friend coming to you. So whatever advice you give that person, take it. Do you get what I mean? So, yeah. Okay, so I think we're going your to... best therapist yeah, is you. To be fair, mm-hmm. it's your mind. You have to learn to talk yourself off the. You can go to therapy. You can go to all these websites. You can do yeah. all of this. If you are not ready, if you are not ready to accept that you are fire and you need to treat yourself like you are fire, then all the therapy, nobody talking at you is going to help you. You are your best therapist. You have to learn to like be okay with yourself, to mm-hmm. be able to like level with yourself. If mm-hmm. not, die. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, think, I think there's like you know there's yeah, lot dark. before that happens. So you know, die, not die, die. Ew. Okay, okay. <laughs> just a slump on the side. Okay. So uh, we're going to pause for some questions at this point because I want to you answer as many questions? questions as we can. So anyone who has a question, don't be shy. Um, if you don't want so to say it, you can write it down as well, and then we'll read it out here. You want to make a comment? Yeah, you can, you can come make a comment. Or make a comment. Uh, I'll just go first. That's fine, yeah? Hi, my name is Joy. Teddy. Hey, Joy. And, um, so I wanted to start a podcast very, um, recently. Yes. But now if you've, I've been listening to what you guys have been saying, and I mm. realized that most of the podcasts that you guys listen to are ones that relate with life, mm. ones that relate with emotions. But you know that podcasts that relate with finances Finance, and podcasts that relate yes. with business, right? I listen to those as well. <laughs> okay, now, now, this, now that's the thing. So mm-hmm. how do you deal with listenership with all of this kind of things? Because first things first, aside from serious, hardcore topics, yes. for your podcast, how do you deal with listenership? How do you get it? Because let's be very honest, podcast listenership culture in Nigeria is it's not, not so strong, great. yes. Yes. I, I have like friends who run podcasts and most of their listenership is outside Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so most of us like to listen to... I'm sorry, Pastor Debuye's podcast and saying, you know, amen, blood oh, of Jesus okay. and that kind of thing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but really, how did, you, how, how did you get on with listenership, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that at some point that could have affected you, right? Because yes. you wanted to see, like, kind of positive feedback. Mm-hmm. That's one. And for hardcore topics, we have uh, business, finances, investment, those everything, kind of things. Everything, yeah. Very honest. A lot of people like to listen to what I just mentioned. Yes. But they don't like to say hardcore. So mm-hmm. if that is what you're really into if that is something that you really want to go into okay. and let's be very honest you want people to listen to here how do you make that flexible mm-hmm. how do you make that relatable something that's that hardcore how now for you, you who listen to that kind of thing how do you do that so um when it comes to putting out content right this is just content if you love what you do put out the content across platforms the easiest way to get listenership on your podcast is to put it across platforms be consistent. and be, be consistent and across platforms so you're posting on Audible or iTunes. You're posting on Instagram, IGTV. You have a YouTube channel across. Mm-hmm. You're taking out um, snippets from your podcast and putting it on Twitter. So literally, you have like probably 10 platforms you could be 
her nursing at the same time towards sharing what you're going out for. And then also, as you're providing content and providing value, it will grow organically. Yes. It so might not be. Might at not be, first, you have like five listeners yes. and you'll be sad. And it'll be, <laughs> it'll be, let me just, it might be yeah. the one mm -hmm. podcast you'd make that would break Breakthrough. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'll just say that. So, you know, um, so podcasts on like radio are things that live on the internet forever. As long as you pay your fee, if you're using a paid service, it will always be there. So there's content that might not hit this year, but next year something topical might come up and people will always come back. Same thing with like YouTube videos on how to tie gele or something. If anybody ever wants to learn that, they're going to come back to that video. So it might start out being like, oh, nobody's really connecting now. And if you look around this room, they're not up to 100 people here. So I think sometimes we get stuck on the numbers. Because yeah. I remember the first time I saw we only had 50 plays. I was like, Habba, these people have 200,000. But I sat down and I was like, if I visualize 50 people speaking to me, that's a lot of people. So let's try, like, focus more on the content. Because even in our podcast, as we focused on getting the visuals right, fixing the mics, choosing topics that are very engaging. Like, there's so many things to talk about in Nigeria now. Even in the business space, there's cryptocurrency. There are many, there are many things that are going on. And with business, how to start a business, like the business basics are not going to change anytime soon. So if you start a podcast, the A to Z of starting your startup or your tech something, 10 years later, people will still be coming back yeah. to listen to that content. So as just make sure that what you put out is something that you can stand behind and that you're proud of. And sorry, if, yeah, your niche as well, sorry, like you said. Sorry, so, so uh, what I want to say is, I believe strongly that what you like, eh? no matter how content, whether stupid or whatever, once you put it out there, there's an audience for you. And I'll explain. So I was with a friend of mine who was trying to make some sort of video, and he was looking for the sound of chalk on the, on the, um, on the board. Using yeah. your fingernails to scratch the chalk. And he typed it on YouTube and saw like videos, like 4 million views. I'm like, to think about it is very stupid. Why would you just go and record video of, chalk. Video of you scratching on chalk and putting it up? But like, Somebody it was useful. It, it was useful yeah. in that situation. Mm -hmm. So I feel strongly that don't do it for them. Do you get like we just love talking about a lot of stuff. We love just and just you know our own stuff. Mm -hmm. If business is your niche and that's what you like to do and you want to talk about starting up and stuff like that, if you see that there is no podcast in Nigeria that is doing that, then girl, that's like it's your stage, it's your platform, it's for you to yeah. do it. Do you get me? Be that person so that if anybody is coming up now, they will refer to as, oh, as your own. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, and also, shameless promotion. Like, promote yourself every yeah. single way. Exactly. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. People forget that people are on Facebook. People just think Instagram, and, Instagram and Twitter. Trust and believe you that there's an audience in Facebook. Over so, 40. shameless production. Yeah. I'm a fan of it. Like, put it everywhere. Talk, hi, I do this, I do that. As he knows. Mm -hmm. He knows. I, like, I carry it on top of my head. Mm -hmm. Because if you look at it as, this is your livelihood, nobody will tell you to talk. Yeah, like, if you not, go to work and do it. You know, so... Mm -hmm. And I feel like there is... There, literally, if that's what you like, there's, there's an audience for, for it. it. There really is. Mm -hmm. And also with um, structure. So the structure of our show has changed so many times. There are times when we even forget to do something. So don't be too hung up on getting the structure right the first time. Just start with a structure that you're comfortable with. As you get feedback from people, there's certain segments that might resonate more with people. There's certain segments and that you might study, post study up. Study it. Study your analytics. So for us, our 
um, listenership is mainly America and Nigeria. So most of the topics we choose are topics in that realm. We're not going to talk about something happening in Russia necessarily because that no one is listening to us. Literally no one is listening to us there. So it's like, also try and carve your content based on the feedback you get, but you can't get that feedback until you put it out there and see what people like. That's right, why I would so advise. I if think... you want to know more, you can just like, speak to me after, it's fine. Okay. All right, in addition to what you've said, aside from um, promoting your content shamelessly, um, it's important that you cross-pollinate your content. Like, I got back to Facebook when I started podcasting, and now you know how, like, WhatsApp story is connected to Facebook story, mm -hmm. and then you can share your Insta story on your Facebook story. So, yeah. like, I might not be actively there, but I just know that post. I'm cross-pollinating it. And if you do, like, hardcore stuff, LinkedIn is a go-to market for it, yeah? You're true, doing something on true. business or um, fintech or whatever you're doing, you know that LinkedIn is a good market for you there. And then um, good audience, rather, for you there. And then you get to get opportunities from that, yeah? True. Then um, I think when you bring audience, when you bring guests on your podcast, people who are industry leaders and you know thought leaders in that field, it makes. I mean, if, imagine if it's my first time on a podcast, I'll be so happy to, to like, oh my god, I came on this mm -hmm. podcast, blah blah blah. There was an episode I did on photographic representation of nudity. And it was at the time when they had this protest in New York um, that Facebook should allow photographic representation of. They wanted people to free the names. And there was this campaign, and it was so hot at the time. Mm -hmm. And then my topic that day was actually how to deal with negative emotions. And I had a guest. But this was my um, clickbait. So we talked about it first, and that was the topic. So when people come on the, on the podcast and they see that topic, they want to hear about this thing, you know. So I feel like if you, if you bring people on the show, she actually did so much to promote that particular content because mm -hmm. she was a guest on it. So when you bring exactly. people who, you know, you're going to do well at promoting your content. Our, our last episode featured Tamara. You guys listen to it. <laughs> We're talking about, you know, Valentine's Day and things of that nature. Yeah, so it gets funny. Okay. Tell us what. It's not that one. <laughs> to all the goats we loved before. Next question. Please. <laughs> <laughs> or should we just take number to make it easier? Well, no, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, you guys did awesome, by the way. So I was having a conversation with TK over there for a while, and we're she, we were talking about podcasting. And so I have two podcasts. I have to take a break from one of them because of burnout. Obacom knows about it. So I just wanted to hear from you guys, since we're all talking about mental health, how do you deal with burnout? And of course, it will affect your podcast one way or another. I'd love to hear your size of the story as well. So can my we get one more died. question? So we'll answer the two of them at the same my time. My podcast died because of burnout. <laughs> She's dark, so it's a lot of time. One more question, so we'll answer the two of them. Do you have a question? The question. Who's the comments? Okay, okay, then we'll... Who has a question? Any more questions? All right. Okay. So All right. We'll take one more question. All right. answer the two of them at the same time. Do you want time. to come up? Efficiency. Division of labor. Or addition of labor. Hey. Hi. Hello. Okay. Thanks, guys. Really interesting. Thank um, you. A query. Um, I'm currently working on exploring a podcast aimed at students across mm -hmm. Africa. And it would be great to hear from you guys what topics you think would most interest students outside in Nigeria, outside of Nigeria, South Africa, Tanzania, mm. that are common and have common threads right across the board for students between 18 and 22. Okay. So I look, I look like I'm 22. I look like I'm 22. I like it. You're not 21, Tamara. So, um, okay, so to answer the first question, um, I think 
there are very few people, unless you have a network behind you, and, or you don't have a nine to five, who are extremely, like they drop episodes weekly, 365, 12 months a year, because it's hard. I've been doing it. Our podcast has started and stopped. Literally, if you go in our episode list, there are at least 10 episodes. Sorry for, for, for the long absence. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And, and <laughs> there was a... We wanted to name, name the podcast. What was it? I don't know. Where we wanted to name the podcast something else because we oh, we kept saying sorry we've been, I, no wanted to name it the the hiatus or something because we're always away and it's like life happens he travels I, I travel the old co-host left I've changed co-host three times because people travel like I can't say don't go to school come and do podcast I don't have I mean that's not so if you have, if you have to go to school then you have to go to school when I was leaving America I had to leave my co-host there. I mean, podcast is not visa, so <laughs> I have to leave. So I had to leave and come back. And I think um, in those moments, I'm not going to lie, Michael knows that the episode we did with Tamara, when we finished, I, I told him, like, I was struggling. But if you listen, you, you might not know that. But I told him I was struggling because that day I had a horrible day. I didn't even want to do anything. And many times when we're in those moments, it's always good to have somebody who is in your corner to be like, just come back. Even if you're feeling sad, just come and do it and get it done. And be, I mean, it's not always Yusha, but, you know. Yeah, so it's... Burnout will happen because... Burnout will happen unless you have a sponsor. And sponsors have their own issues too. No, no, no. I'll say, who was the sponsor? I feel, I feel that for us, we are lucky because we are two. So I feel like it might affect only if you're like if it's only you. If the burden is only you, then I feel like yeah, burnout might affect. But with our hold on, you you are three. I don't know what happens to your situation. But, but I'm saying with us, literally days where like he's like not in the mood, that's when I take it upon myself to be like okay, let's just you know if it means me driving to your house, I'll come to your house. And days when I'm in my own funk, he does it for me. So I, I won't say oh just get a partner, but I'm saying it's easier when you have somebody to share with. Do you get what I'm saying? Even if so. they're not on the show with you, a friend or someone who you can share what you're doing with and who can encourage you when, you know, you feel... And if burnout happens, you have to just... If you burn out, you light the fire again. You have to just, like, start it again. Because I remember that we went on break for, like, six months and I was like... Part of the reason why we didn't come back was I was like, who is still around? Who still wants to hear what we're saying? Like, everyone is gone how we explain being gone for six months. But just come and do it and get back in the rhythm. No matter how many times you fall down, what's important is that you continue. And before you know it, yes. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and with time, it gets easier. It gets easier. So, um, so the question about um, what yeah. students want to hear. I think, I think what students will be interested across Africa is what the future looks like. I think that's important to young people to, to dream. I think you should just um, put out content that engages the new Africa, you know, as a concept, with our boundaries, with our borders. What do we see ourselves at in the future? I think that would be amazing. Oh, I feel that. Okay. So I was going to say that... Um, um, so I, I just lost it. All right. Yeah. Sorry, girl. Um, I would say, like, let's see, I'm looking at myself. If I was in that shoe... If, if I was in the shoes of a, an 18 to 22-year-old in school... What I like to listen to. Well, I like to listen to someone tell me about budgeting, finances, because like you know, 
Nigeria, hear me, wait, calm down. Relax, relax. No, I'm saying if you have the knowledge, then if you know how to save from small, I'm not saying like it's, it's easier for you to now cultivate the habit because out of all my siblings, I'm the only person who is very, very, you know, when it comes to money. But the rest of them, they can't save because they cultivate the habits by themselves because they, they, they're all girls. They taught, that, they taught them in school. So I'm saying I would like someone to teach me that. Also about like, you know, boundaries because it's, it's harder when you now grow up. Like it's easier if you have the culture. Like I feel like learning things at the younger age is easier than when you're now becoming full adults. And also things like, you know, your passions because university life, especially in Nigeria, once you finish from university to like the outside world, it's very, very extreme. Like it's very, very, not even NYSE, but like it's extreme because you, for some people, you now have to like, no more allowance, no more different things. So you have to be by yourself. So I would like if, if your podcast to boundaries, you know, um, finances especially. I just feel like finances is a lot. But like, no, with, so personal ba- with personal boundaries, just like, I know I struggle a lot. And most, I hate disappointing people, if that makes sense. I just hate telling somebody, you know, till today. I, it's something I know I have to work on. So I see myself sometimes, even like now, I told you before, I can have like seven or eight, I'm a photographer, I can have like seven or eight jobs, but then if somebody just comes and say, oh, please come and help me, I'll be like, okay, yes, let me just, let me really take that and add on top of my nine, just because I hate saying no. So I'd rather burn myself out than disappoint somebody. So I know that if I had learned at an, at a younger age to say, you know, it's okay to say no, it's okay to really just be like, hey, I'm working on something and I can't, it'll be okay. So I feel like that's Okay, I think I was going to mention that um, if I were that age, right, I, I would want people to tell me about new realities as respect to career, because you see that um, the world is really, is rapidly changing. It has changed in the last 10 years than it's had in the last 100 years, truthfully. So I would love people to talk to me about career, about how to um, cultivate my own tribe. You realize that people who you kind of grew up with or you were in uni with, you kind of, you know, move with them through life. You know, mm-hmm. you guys, it's not about shooting like up there. Like, what are you doing with those people on your own level? You know, so I think I would love people to teach me about cultivating my tribe and then yeah, about so new before, realities. So before we get the last question i think what they're just saying is they make, try and do content that is not just focused on academics but on the whole development because like i said i went to school on a scholarship i was very you know brilliant i guess but i almost lost that scholarship not because i wasn't smart because certain areas of my life were not as developed as my academic side and everything ties together because it's the same body that you used to study that will get depressed that will get ill so if you neglect a certain part of health fitness diets um, finance the whole thing I think the earlier you can get people to think in a holistic way the better you'll be not to be controversial but another thing the kids love they like sex they like relationships. Also, yes. They like dating. All the most listened to episodes of our podcast, when we we're talking dirty sex. things, they mm-hmm. like sex. Yeah. But they're especially, because they're trying to figure it out. Wow. <laughs> wow. They're trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. They're trying to figure out what they're doing. Their sexuality, a whole bunch of mm-hmm. things. They're trying to figure, sexuality and religion. They're trying Drugs. to figure out all that stuff. Anybody Drugs. think about finances and 18? I'm thinking about, can you I do cocaine no, and no. have sex wow. and not die? Like, that's, that's what they want to know. <laughs> but you should also think about finances. But then, yeah, so yes. if you can find a way to be like, hey, finances... Save money and don't do cocaine. See, the views of Tamara yeah. do not represent <laughs> the program. So please. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bio, please, your question. Okay. Thank you. So before I ask my question, I was going to say um, maybe also add cyberbullying and, um, oh, sorry, cyberbullying and yes. emotional intelligence. Bullying, yeah. So maybe add that as well. Um, so the question I was going to ask is how do you guys deal with Im negative commentary? So when people like leave like negative Fuck comments. Fuck the haters. <laughs> and then also if you can give like um, a situation where, like a personal situation mm -hmm. that really, that um, podcasting really helped you deal with. So something yeah. that people can directly relate to not something oh, that's okay. just like... Okay, so... Let me, so let me just start. Mm -hmm. So um, for personal, for negative um, um, opinions and stuff, I don't think we've gotten one yet. I don't think so. Negative feedback? Yeah. Mm, yes. Well... I usually just block them, but so it's okay. I, I, have, I have never, I have never. People just literally like the episodes. Um, but a personal, a personal um, experience that happened to me that I know that podcast is... So there's this podcast called Getting Grown, Mm -hmm. And the name of the episode is called Daddy's Lessons. So I'll give you a story, really short. I I pierced my nose and both my ears hmm. last mo last month. I was turning 26. I was having this, you know, oh my God, I'm going to be old. I'm no more in zero to 25 age bracket. I'm now 26, 26 to 50. <laughs> I'm now in that. So I was like, you know what? Let me just still feel young. Let me try and do. So I was in London and I got one, one, two, three wow. for my birthday. So this, my birthday was on twenty third. So I came back. I didn't. My father lives in Nigeria. So I was just like, hey, I'm twenty six. Are you? Uh, uh, come on. Like, do I really? Daddy, can I? I paid for it my my own money and I did it. So I came back to the house. So he saw it on my face and he was like, you know, what is this rubbish? Are you are you a gay? Was so I was like, no, I pierced it because I wanted to pierce it. He now called, so he told me to remove it. I was like, no, I'm not going to remove it. So the next day, he had to call my mom, and it became this whole, you know, if you don't remove it, move out of my house. That's, that's the battle that that was. So the episode I'm talking about called Getting Grown, it's called Daddy's Lessons, it explains how your parents, like, how I explain. So my father, to the point, he was, he was more or less like, he thought because I had traveled, I am now, you know, wilding. This is a, you know, because, like, it just explains the dynamic between a father and his son. More or less, because I don't know about everybody. I'm speaking for myself and my own father. Like, we didn't have the best... I'm more closer to my mom than my dad, just because my father raised me up to... Like, I was in fear, you know? Like, I was afraid of my dad. So it's more or less like, when I'm not an adult, how do I now look at you as a, you know... Like, I can't love you after I've been afraid of you all my life. Do you get me? So it just... It explained the dynamic, and I more or less just saw... I understood, I understood his points more. Like, I'll see Pierce my later, but, like, I understood, his, I understood the part he was coming from as far I'm his son, and he doesn't want anything. He, he feels that that is, like, something bad. So he didn't want that happening to me. So, like, more or less. So okay, so that's really, my personal story. So I really want to get the two comments. So if you can just quickly, like, one, literally one minute. Okay. So negative comments. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. For negative comments here, um, I think that it's essential for you to know when the comment or that feedback is coming from a, a place of love or if it's coming from a malicious, um, you know, place, you know. Mm -hmm. I did an episode on celibacy and I got a lot of backlash because of that episode, you know. Um, so, yes, I think you should be able to understand is this coming from a place of love care and wanting you to grow or it's coming from this malicious malicious mm -hmm. mind so okay all right for me um malicious comments what i uh, people have come at me not on my page but directly mm -hmm. like what do you think you're doing are you now a traditional speaker yeah you know and i thought that was interesting because mm -hmm. it wasn't about what i was putting out it was the fact that you thought me evolving was a problem for you mm -hmm. you know so i i've learned to step out of the box and kind of look beyond people's comments as to their own mindset mm -hmm. so 
more like if it's if it's bullying, I just pity you. Honestly speaking, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I surround myself with people that love me and strengthen me. Mm-hmm. The rest, yeah. I, I couldn't be worried about you. God okay. bless you. Okay. Then to the personal story, yeah, you're not saying anything again. <laughs> Quick personal story. I said like earlier on, we did the series on on faith. That was something that helped me because I have been and still I'm in kind of a not a crisis, but I'm, there are some things in Christianity that I look at sideways. And when we spoke about it, that's your business. And when we spoke about it, um, the feedback we got made me, you know, think about some of the things I said. So that's like a personal experience on how we helped me. So the comments, just quickly. So for negative comments, it's easier to like ignore them when you're getting paid. So just try and get some, like if, when, you, when your podcast starts getting money, it's easier to just be like, oh, I understand why they are annoyed, you know. The fact is, with negative comments, it will pain you. It's painful. It's not nice. They've abused my mm-hmm. voice, mm-hmm. my head, my hair. Somebody abused my breast once. I was like, why? How? But then, A, if you're getting paid, it really is all right. But B, it pains you. You move on. You keep doing it. Just don't ever let it, like, stop you. Yeah, stop because it you. will always come. Also, you have to think about it in terms of, <laughs> so, yeah, you hate me so much. You really hard to comment. That means, like, am I blown? Like, you know? <laughs> am I a little blown? So, okay. yeah. Fuck the haters. Okay. So do we have the comments? Just the, okay, yeah, the comments that you have. As quickly as you can. Time, girl, time. Hello, um, my name is Sammy. Come on. So I just wanted to uh, point out that while some uh, in some podcasts you're doing, because I have a podcast called Expressions, in some podcasts you're doing, and some people might not, as I said, it might be right for you to separate um, your emotions and your personal situation from whatever you're doing but then in my opinion I feel like that depends strongly on the kind of podcast you have and because I've been told because I'm, I'm a very expressive person which is in the name we of the podcast notice. so <laughs> so like I mean there was a time that I was starting to feel like I was too invested whenever I'm talking about topics I tell a lot of personal stories uh, personal experiences from people myself and stuff and then I, I was saying I did one episode where I kind of stepped back and I was talking more on the facts the statistics and I got a lot of comments and people were like what happened why, why are you not ranting why are you not shouting at us why are you know like it was that so I feel like the most important thing when you want to do a podcast is you need to remember that it is way more personal don't think of it as radio where there are these NBC codes and stuff it has to be more much more personal to you think of it as your your own like you're talking to friends so you have to do that thing you're comfortable with because that is what you're going to be known for and don't be scared of what that thing you it is that you're known for like be dramatic be crazy be quiet anything basically thanks girl so last comment all right uh, my name is Tolusha um I run a podcast Rising Heroes and I'm a therapist as well mm. so um I came here because I saw the way podcast was tied to to mental mm-hmm. health and I just want to say that, look, you can run podcasting anything. When I started in 2016, I started talking about nutrition, Eat Fit Podcast, and I abandoned it by 2017. And then just last year, I got a mail that someone just curated Best Nutrition Podcast to listen to, and the podcast was there, and I've not even recorded since then. You know, so it lives on the internet forever. And I also want us to know that, look, um, at any point in time, when you find yourself at that point where all the things that are listed here, you can actually talk to someone. Uh, I'm a lead trainer with Manny, Mentally Aware Nigeria Initiative. 
So I know that you can always go on, the, on Twitter and then just tweet something there. A link is given to you. You feel the form. And you have a free counselor talk to you. So um, as much as possible, let's be open to that. And then you can as well go out there and say what you want to say. It's your platform, right? Those who love it will listen to it and move on with life. Thank you very much. I think that's a great way to end. So thank you all for coming. Those who listened online, those who will be listening to this later, thank you. And um, I really appreciate everyone coming to listen to what we had to say. So thank you very much. Thank you, guys. And thank, thank you, you to my panelists thank you, thank you, thank for honoring my invitation and coming. Thank you. Everybody, one more time for all of our guests. Yes. Everybody here, so fantastic, so many gems, everything packed into one. Uh, tomorrow, please make your way back to the stage. Uh, we have two more, a workshop and a panel. The workshop is uh, mine, Podcasting 101. So a lot of the stuff y'all talked about, using your phone, getting the right mic, uh, all the things, let's talk about it for real, again, together, for a long time. Um, and I'm going to leave a good chunk of Q&A because I see y'all like that. Um, and then the other one is talking about digital freedoms and rights and financial inclusion and the dark web. Some real deep shit. So come back to the Africa 21 radio stage. And thank you so much. Really appreciate y'all. So fantastic. <laughs>